Hey everybody, welcome back to Quest for Peace. I'm Aya Zaktar, and uh, if you don't know anything about this show, I don't know how you found it. Maybe you found it on my Twitter or something like that. Uh, but this show is all about uh, trying to find some kind of inner peace of mind. You know, just trying to figure out what does it take to be happy in real life. And I've had a very hard time doing that. Uh, I've spent the last six years now trying to figure out what it is to be happy and how to be happy. Uh, with varying degrees of success, uh, if you've seen this show before, you know I've done interviews with people talking about how they found their own place and happiness and how they can actually have peace of mind and you know just function day to day. Pretty simple stuff, uh, you think, right? Just finding the meaning of life and trying to be happy should be pretty easy. Uh, it deluded me to some degree, and so today I wanted to do a quick episode uh, we do have an email address now, finally. It's, a, it's quest at gfqnetwork.com. You can send emails and ideas there. And uh, I've gotten some emails from some of you guys already. And I figured why not do like a viewer feedback episode and just talk about whatever points that are brought up. I've got two pieces of email, and I'm going to read them to you guys. So if I'm looking down at my phone, you know why. I'm not ignoring you. I promise. That's what's going on. First mail uh, email is from Bill. He writes in saying, I really liked all three slash four, including Jason on TNT, alluding to my twit days. When you and Tom left, it killed TNT for me, so now I have DTNS and Quest for Peace. Well, to be fair, also all about Android and iPad today. Good shows. The last QFP, you stated you needed feedback. I almost wrote you are. You create interesting, insightful podcasts that brings peace to my life. I turned 65 this summer. Congratulations. At 35... My life was work, my wife, and our home. These three kept me very busy and at peace with my life, more or less. Now at 65, I still have my wife and our home, but much of my time is up for grabs. I find spending an hour with you is well worth my time. Well, thank you. But I think my message for you is your quest for peace will never end. Your life will continue to evolve and change. With that change the quest will continue. Sorry, with that change the quest will continue. You will be better at the quest since you can build off of your other experiences, but the quest does not end. You may have an easier transition to retirement since you know you are not your work. I got two insights from your last show. One is you are not what you do or say, which is why I changed the previous paragraph. The other is that when something happens, getting mad does not help fix the problem. My most common issue of this nature is other drivers that don't drive as I would like. Getting mad just makes me drive badly. Not a good result in my quest for driving peace. I will work at it. Thank you for your quest. Thanks for the email, Bill. Uh, I, I'm just I'm I'm flabbergasted that you listen to this show or watch this show or both, and uh, that you find any of my insights to be of any value, as you have much more life experience uh, than I do. And that's not that's not a crack or anything. I really mean that. That's uh, thank you so much. I'm honored. Uh, you know, looking into your email and thinking about this idea of a never ending quest, like there's no real end goal. Uh, when I share another story of mine, so, uh, like I mentioned before, I've been doing a workout routine and I've lost a, a good amount of weight. I'm more fit than I've been in a very long time. My cardio and stamina and everything is way up. I'm in better condition than I have been in a very long time. And so, something weird happened. You know, I figured, okay, I do this workout thing. I'm going to feel good about it. Now, uh, it's in, I think it's an eight week program. Uh, sorry, nine week program. Yeah. Nine week program. 
My math is so good. It's a nine-week program called Insanity. And around week five, I kind of hit a wall. I just lost the motivation to do it. Now, I didn't quit. Didn't break a streak. I have a crazy 47-day workout uh, streak going. That includes the rest days. That's part of the program. And... You know, even though I was getting more fit, my conditioning was getting better and I could, you know, chase my son around and I could pick him up and do all these things that I wanted to do when I started the workout plan. Well, I didn't feel any better. I didn't have this like amazing, uh, like epiphany, like, oh, great. How great do I feel now, now that I'm more fit? I'm going to turn off this TV in the background. If you listen to the audio, you have no idea there's been a TV behind me on this whole time. Anyhow, so I had this weird feeling of emptiness. So not that I am uh, successful at being healthy. I could still, I'm still trying to lose some more weight, trying to get more fit, trying to have a body that's going to help me get to 65 and have an active life and and stay uh, mentally sharp. You know, to, to try to keep this thing or get this thing in shape so later on it's not going to be as hard because at 35 it's hard to build muscle or harder to build muscle. I don't lose weight as fast as I used to. Uh, I know some people will laugh at me and they're like, oh, well, you know, that you're young. You're really young. And that's nice, but this is just biology. I can't really fight biology on this one. So I was doing this workout and I don't have the motivation because there was no epiphany. No, like, feel great, right? You did the work. And so I was kind of lost. And my, my workouts were not as good. I didn't have the same motivation. I couldn't find the same things to pull me in and get me riled up because I couldn't see an end goal. And that's one of the weirder things that I've been finding about this whole quest for peace. And as Bill mentioned, there's no end in this. You, you're constantly looking for this because things change. And your definitions of what peacefulness, well, that changes too. So, you know, I don't have any point to being fit, really, other than in the long run, I can do more things. And in the in the current world, I can chase my son around and be more resistant to being sick, and I can be able to sleep better. And there's actually a number of health benefits. I had to go back to a simple Google search about the health benefits of exercise to rewire my brain a bit to go, dude, it's a good thing that you exercise. It really is. You might not see the effects right now, and you're not getting this epiphany moment, but just keep at it. And this never-ending quest, uh, that brings me to the idea of trying to enjoy the now. One of the habits that I've completely fallen out of, which I need to bring back, is meditation. I found when I used to meditate, it helped me try to just be here now. I mentioned that like in one of the other episodes, thinking like a dog. Dogs are always about now. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, check out gfqnetwork.com. We have old episodes or we have archived episodes available there. They're not old. I guess they are old, but whatever. So... If I could just enjoy doing what I'm doing, it would help me as opposed to going, well, why didn't it give me this feeling? Why don't I feel this way? And a lot of uh, meditation stuff that I've listened to is basically removing yourself or removing the expectation in your mind, and that will allow you to open up your mind to accept what is. Accepting what is is way easier than seeing an expectation and then something not meeting that expectation, thereby causing you consternation. Fun for word, fun words today, uh, consternation. And you're running into frustration and issues with that. Like, okay, I didn't 
you know, I look good and that's good and I need to get new clothes. Yay, that's great. But like, what did I do and why did I do that? Wouldn't it just be easier to sit on my ass and, you know, get fat and drink beer and watch TV and, yeah, sure, sleep wouldn't be as good, but whatever. You know, it's not like I live on the fourth floor. I got to walk up the stairs. I can, I can hoof that even if I'm heavy. But that was a loss of perspective. That simply was a loss of perspective. And so I needed to remember that here's the weird thing. Trying to live in the now and trying to think about perspective. For me, I haven't done a great job at uh, if I could keep perspective, I don't run into the same problems, right? Like how big are your problems really when you compare them to the greater issues in the world or greater issues that just anybody has or your friends have? It's really not as bad as you think, but because of who you are, it affects you obviously deeply personally because you are your own person. So, uh, Bill, thanks for the email, and I hope that I continue on this ever never-ending quest for peace it's not like i'm gonna have the answer one day it'd be a great episode i bet it'd be the most downloaded episode ever i'm like hey here's the answer here's how you do it or here's what worked for me uh finding out what makes me work or makes it work for me i'm still trying to figure that out still trying to get there uh slowly building something i think so we'll see about that we've got another email this is from clint ah yes just looked at Two back-to-back episodes of Quest for Peace, Dog Mind and Shannon Moore's interview. I am totally impressed with the depth of discussion and sharing. Having looked at your technology-based shows for the past several years, I was moved by this content as it shows the other spectrum of life. One where software updates don't resolve the issue, but one that we have to commit to being a bigger person than we were yesterday or even a few moments ago. Having experienced several life-changing events over the past few years, I understand the importance of finding peace within oneself. For me, the first step was one of humility and not be as intolerant that is sometimes a daily struggle to grow past the retro me. I know you're a busy guy, so if you do get around to reading this, thank you for publishing such rich content. Keep up the excellent work. Regards, Clint. Clint, thanks for that. Uh, I do appreciate everything you've said there, and I hope that your quest is going along well and... uh, you're keeping track of like this show and you hear about perspective and you're trying to keep perspective, uh, trying not to be who you were yesterday. Uh, I, I use this app called lift.do. So if you go to the website, lift.do, it's an app and it's just a simple goal tracker. And one of the goals I have on there was, oh, one of the goals I have is exercise and then I have, you know, choose to be happy, meditate and weigh myself. These are certain things. But the point, because I, I got lost in my own talking there, the point of what I'm saying was uh, my little bio in there simply says trying to be better than I was yesterday. And and you're saying that you don't want to you know, kind of fall back to the retro you. And retro you, I like that as an, as an idea. You know, the past version of you is something that's over, right? And this is something that was in Don't Sweat the Small Stuff by uh, Richard Carlson. It's one of the – I've mentioned this like tons of times on the show – this idea that everything that's ever happened in your life is already over. And that kind of thing can cause a stillness of your brain simply by thinking, wait a second, that's true. So you can choose to get mad at drivers like uh, Bill does every now and then, or you can choose to go backwards like Clint doesn't want to. You know, you can choose to do these things. But if you can just kind of remember that all that stuff's already done, it's already finished, 
Uh, if you're an economics person and you love uh, economics, this is like a sunk cost. You know, this stuff's already done. It's gone. You can, you can grouse about spending money. Like, oh, well, you know, I spent like $300 on this weight set. This is the weight set for me. I'm going to use this. And then like, I haven't used it in a month or, or 10. So I can't throw it out. $300. It's like, no, that $300 is gone. Now you can go sell it. You can return it if you can. You can do anything. But that $300 is gone. Just like every terrible thing that's ever happened to you and even the best stuff that's ever happened to you, that stuff's over. Uh, and for me, this has helped me a bit uh, in trying to keep my mouth shut and stop being such a smart ass. I happen to have a smart mouth. It gets me in a lot of trouble. And so what I need to do is sometimes just be a little quiet and just think a little bit and wonder, hey, is the next thing I'm going to do going to have a positive outcome? Is it going to lead to more happiness? If the answer is no, don't do it. It's really easy, super easy for me to go, here's something, take a personal, think of it as a personal dig, even though it's not a personal dig, and then decide, okay, I'm going to be in fight mode. Uh, That is something I've been fighting off for years now. Okay, this is one of the things that I was in therapy for. Once I was like, my therapist was like, hey, you have some narcissistic tendencies. And I was like, yes, you're right. He goes, you take things way too personally. And he was right. And as I mentioned before, uh, my, my therapist's name was Dr. John Arden. John Arden? Arden. I'm forgetting his, last, his first name now. I think it's John. Um, but anyway, Dr. Arden told me to my face, and he was very challenging. Like, you're thinking wrong. You can't do that. You got to figure this out. Um, he's got a book. It's called Rewire Your Brain. There's a link available, I believe, at is.tv. So if you want to go over there, you can find the link. It's on the bottom of the page. It's a great book. Very helpful. And obviously, I got to talk to the guy. I didn't know he had written the book before I, I got him as my therapist. What was my point? Yeah. So in reacting, I'm reacting to stuff. I'm choosing to do things. I'm choosing to say words. And sometimes... The pathway between my brain and my mouth is too short. Sometimes I need to elongate that process before it goes from here to here. Stop. Think. Pull it back. Figure out, is this something the older version of me would do? Can I be better than that? If I'm better than that, what would the better version of me say? Try that. And then see what happens. Because there's no, you're going to fail, okay? You're going to screw up. And I'm talking to almost me. I'm going to fail. It's going to happen, right? It's going to happen all the time. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't try. And if you fail, fail again, fail harder, and fail better. You know, there, there's, there's all kinds of ways to do that. Trying not to revert. I think one of the best things, not to go into the retro you, as, as Clint called it, to avoid retro me, I need to, one, know what I used to do. Two, know why it's bad. Actually, you know, that's not even true. I don't even need to know why it's bad. If all I need to know is that this bothers somebody else who I want to be happy and I'm infuriating them, maybe it's time to stop doing that. As much as I want to be who I am and say, you know, screw everybody, I am who I am, accept me, you know, sometimes you just act nice to people because you want them to feel good. Even though you may be right, is it better to be right because at the end of the day, if what you've done is you have dominated this argument, you are correct. The other person's angry with you. 
you don't feel really better because you're vindicated. Now you got a person who's upset with you. You're not having anything positive. This is another thing in the Carlson book, which was um, it's better to be kind than right. Because why not? Like, what's the point of arguing with somebody to death just to be right? There's no point in that. Um, unless you really like doing that. Unless the both of you like it. Maybe you both are argumentative. I'm assuming a couple. Maybe there's 10 of you, your friends, your debate club. I don't know. I should find a debate club. I like to argue. Um, that's a, that's a, a skill set that I have enjoyed forever that I misuse. I need to put it into the right worlds. Um, and as you guys have mentioned before, I used to do these other things in tech, so I used to ha- get to argue a lot. So that's always fun for me. So that's, that's our viewer feedback. That's what we've got uh, today. If you want to write in with your experiences, um, these guys, Clint and Bill, you guys wrote some really sweet things about the show. Thank you so much about that. I'm, I'm honored. It's very um, cathartic to do the show. Uh, I'm glad that people are watching and listening, and I'm very happy that you guys are getting something out of this. Uh, if you have your own experiences or your own ideas, uh, resources that you'd like to share, you know, send me a tweet. You can always tweet at me. I'm at IAS, that's I-Y-A-Z. Or you can send me an email at quest at gfqnetwork.com. That way I can read the email and I can let you know that uh, I read it and I'm going to talk about it and figure out what to do with it. Uh, there's so much... There's so much going on in in the world, you know, and like I, I talked about this in another episode about news, just keeping on on top of everything. And, and I read that reading about the news sometimes is bad for you because you can't do anything with the information. And and just talking right now out loud, it makes me think that, you know what, that news actually is somewhat valuable because if you realize that your problems aren't as big as other people's or as nations or just worldwide events, if you realize that your life isn't as bad as you think it is, you might be able to you know, give yourself the proper perspective because, you know, like I'm thinking about my son, he's four years old. He had, literally, he doesn't have perspective. It's, it's hilarious when he saw Pac-Man in the game, he thought it was the best thing ever. And as far as he's concerned, that's true. He has a limited amount of information that he's been given about video gaming and and how it works and how to play them and, and just the vast library of gaming or games that I have seen over the course of 35 years. This kid's got four and he's seeing it played on a phone and you can play Pac-Man and it's awesome. It's this maze game. Sometimes, you know, having that narrow perspective is kind of neat. You know, you just think about it. That's that kid's in the now and he's really enjoying that. But you show an adult Pac-Man, they're like, yeah, it's Pac-Man, big whoop. But sometimes, you know, getting this, this is all related to the idea of perspective. If you're not getting that, Reading the news, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe reading the news gives you this perspective to go, look, okay, this is not so bad. Uh, My problems are minuscule. I need to learn to spin them in a positive way. Um, Anyway, so I'm going to leave you with words of wisdom. I don't know why, pretending like that's the way the show ends, but that's what I'm going to say. I suggest to everybody or recommend to everybody that you just try to be better than you were yesterday. That's all. You don't have to make some great sweeping changes. You don't need to have, like, okay, today is the day where nothing will bother me, ever. And this, from now on, nothing will ever irritate me, and I will become great. I tried it. It's very hard. Also, I failed at that. Uh, what I'm suggesting you do is go, okay, today I'm just going to be. I'm going to listen. I'm going to figure out stuff. And then the next day, you're gonna, I'm going to do, do it better than I did yesterday. Just a little bit better. You don't have to go leaps and bounds, you know, but just a little bit better. 
So, uh, you know, for if you're driving in a car and listening to this, here's a technique I got from Budify, which is an app, Budify 2, which is available for iOS. It's a paid app. I really enjoy it. The idea is, you know, if you're driving or you're commuting, take a look at somebody around in the area. So if you're in a car and there's a bunch of people in the car, uh, think about people outside the car, all right? So like somebody in another car, and then focus on them. And then think about what their life is like. Now, granted, if you're driving, please don't stare at this person, don't crash into something, but seriously, um, just try to think about them and about their whole life and what's going on with them. And just try to actually feel compassion for a total stranger. It's a great meditation on Budify 2. I think it's about 10... I think it's about 10 minutes. That's the door. I should go try out Budify 2. I get no money for that, so that's just me saying it's a positive thing. Also, I'm Aya Zaktar. Check out old episodes at gfqnetwork.com. This has been Quest for Peace. Thank you.